Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Thank you, Lord. Nothing can stand between us, Father. Nothing can stand between us. Thank you that you are for us. Thank you that you are with us. Heavenly Father, as we just open up tonight, Lord, we are open to your spirit tonight. Father, have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. May no plan that we have trump what you have in store for us tonight. We thank you, Father. We are going to submit to your spirit tonight. Whatever you'd have us share, whatever you'd have us do tonight, Father. Father, we give it all to you. We give it all to you. We give it all to you. Thank you, thank you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Well, welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer. Uh, We're so excited that you're here. And I shared this a little bit on Sunday. And... It's important because uh, I had confirmation from several people, and I had just been on my heart. We've been talking about Wednesday nights, and Pastor and I have been talking about Wednesday nights, and I just continue to feel like, maybe not every Wednesday night, but that we just need to pray for the sick, for those who are in physical need, actual physical need. And I've been thinking about it and praying about it, and it was last Wednesday night, you know, I shared a message and I sat down and Pastor leans over to me and says, hey, I think we should pray for the sick and lay hands on them. And I was like, okay, confirmation. And then I don't know, a day or two later, Brother Paul and I were talking about something. He says, you know, we should pray for the sick on Wednesday night. I'm like, okay, do I need anybody else to tell me, <laughs> you know, what needs to happen? The Holy Spirit always confirms his word. Amen. Amen. Well, we're excited tonight. We are going to do that. Uh, We're going to lay hands on anybody who is here uh, towards the end of the service for those who have a physical need in their body, Uh, even those who have an emotional need or a relational need. We just want to lay hands uh, because we know we serve a miracle-working God, a miracle-working God. And as you begin to read the Gospels and you begin to read, and Jesus always says what? I never did or I will never do anything that I didn't see my Father do. Yeah? He never, and what did Jesus go around doing? He went around preaching and healing those who were afflicted, those who were sick, those who had issues. And so the Bible then also says, as greater work shall we do because of that same Holy Spirit that filled Jesus up, which means God our Father is not the one who puts on sickness. God our Father is not the one who puts on disease. Because if that was a true statement, then Jesus was lying, and we know that he's not a liar, or he would have went around putting sickness on people. I can't find anywhere in the gospel messages that Jesus puts sickness on anybody. If anybody finds one, you can let me know, but my guess is you won't. Okay? You won't find that. So that's what's exciting. And greater work shall we do. And so only what the Father has done. So that means the Father wants healing. The Father wants wholeness in your life. And that's we're excited tonight. And we're going to pray. We've got some prayer requests here for those who... Uh, or maybe not physically here, but we're going to pray for them and lift up for their supernatural healing as well. Because if you read about the centurion in the Bible, Matthew 8, Pastor, check me on that. Matthew 8, the centurion, what happened? Did Jesus lay hands on his servant to have him healed? No, no, no. No, he just spoke the word and said, your faith has made him whole. You're healed. And so that means our faith here, spoken in the name of Jesus, can heal those who aren't physically here, and we can hear and see those testimonies to come. And what was that called? That was called the greatest faith. He had the greatest faith because he believed that Jesus didn't even have to come and lay hands on the person in his life who was sick. So we're going to believe for that healing as well tonight. And so uh, let, me just, let me just say a quick note, uh, just a little bit about what's going to happen tonight, and then I'll pray over the offering if anybody brought uh, offertory uh, tonight. But for the format tonight, uh, it's different all the time. Uh, today, I'm going to pastor, I invited pastor to come up and just share something, anything that's been on his heart 
Uh, and he's going to give us a short exhortation and a word from the Lord. Because what does that do? That builds our faith, does it not? That builds our faith. And i got a couple scriptures that I'm going to then share. And then when pastor's done, I'm going to share a few scriptures. And i got two people here who have asked to give testimonies. Because I believe, again, our faith is going to continue to get stirred up as we hear more and more testimonies. And then we're going to pray for this prayer request list. And then we're going to invite those up who are here today who need uh, healing in their life. And we're going to, and we're going to lay hands on you uh, and see miraculous healing done. Amen? Sound like a plan? All right, that's, that's the plan for tonight. So let's pray over the offering. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you now, Father, for who you are. We thank you that you're a good, good Father. We thank you that sickness and poverty, strife and division is not from you. But you are the God of the miraculous. You are the God that provides all things. You are the God of healing. You are the God that provides. You are the God that takes care of every single need. And we just lift this offering up to you tonight. We just thank you, Father, that you will bless every gift, every giver. Father, that this seed that they're planting in your ground will multiply, not only in the use of it here at this church and around the world as we support other missions and missionaries, Heavenly Father, but in their own life as they plant that seed that you will begin to multiply it and prove again and again and again what you always have, that you are faithful. And we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So, Pastor, if you want to come up and grow our faith here in the Word of God, and then we'll, uh, we'll pray. All right. Praise God. Well, glory. I'm going to come a little bit more on this side, because this seems to be where most everybody is tonight. But, uh, but at any rate, uh, I'm so excited, because we know that our God is a healing God. So let me, let me begin with a little testimony. Uh, so about a week ago, I felt like I was had something in my throat, you know, I couldn't figure what it was, and then I had like this real sharp feeling, and I thought, well, this is kind of interesting, and um, so Sunday morning before church, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm meditating on the scripture, and I'm meditating on 1 Peter 2.24, by whose stripes ye were healed, and I was meditating on the fact that it's not, uh, I'm going to be healed. <laughs> Amen. I'm trying to be healed. <laughs> Amen. But by whose stripes I was healed. And, uh, and I'm just meditating on that. I'm not even thinking about anything. All of a sudden, something gets dislodged in my throat. <laughs> and I don't want to gross anybody out, but... It's like this thing that wanted to grow in my throat, and all of a sudden it's in my hand. So, it just, you know, thank God, I'm telling you. So, I just dropped it off at the doctor's office and said, here, you take care of it. You know, I'm healed in Jesus' name. So, but, um, you know, it's just the power of God's Word. And I was, I was meditating on, you know, on the scriptures. And the word of God is alive and it's powerful. You know, and we think that we have, to, we have to make it happen. And we just need to let the word get in our heart, meditate on it, you know. And um, so that's my testimony and I'm sticking with it, praise God. So I'm the healed of the Lord. But anyway, Pastor Jason uh, started preaching my message here tonight, and uh, because he he literally began with the scripture, I just want to go over some scriptures. Uh, here's what I have on my heart. You know, people have uh, you know uh, people get excited when they hear my testimony. You know, and they, they of course you know we love hearing testimonies. But I think the biggest thing, you know, and of course how our church responded to it, I was so proud of our church. I was so pleased because, you know, um, everybody came together in faith. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, we've been well-trained. Brother Paul has for a long time, you know, preached healing. And, you know, we we've honored God's word in that regard. We've honored God's word, 
And as a result of it, you know, we, um, we just came together. But as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how important it is that we solidly have the Word of God planted in our heart. And along the lines of what Pastor Jason was saying, that we know that healing is God's will. Now, you know, um, we hear all different kinds of testimonies. I've dealt with things, things I don't understand. But, you know, we don't have to explain everything. What, you know, the secret things belong unto the Lord. But the things that are revealed belong to us that we might, that we might do them. So we just need to keep the word in front of our eyes. You know, keep it in our eyes as the Bible tells us, keep it in the midst of your heart for it's life to those that find it and it's health to all of their flesh. So, you know, my testimony is always the word of God is working for me. Amen. The word of God is always working for me. And you have to, you have to know that. You can't be shook. You can't be moved. You, you have to be steadfast upon the word of God. Your testimony has to be, it's working in my life, in Jesus' name. Amen. The Word of God is working. And Pastor Jason uh, quoted the scripture I was going to open with tonight. We're going to be putting them up here. So that's pretty good, brother. You're in, you're, in, you're in tune with the Spirit of God. John 14, 9 and 10 was the scripture that he was quoting from. He and I didn't talk before. Well, we've talked, but not about this. But here's what Jesus says in this passage in John 14, 9, beginning in verse 9. Jesus said unto him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? Philip just asked him, Philip had just asked him in verse 8. He said, Lord, show us the Father. Show us the Father. We want to know, we want to know what the Father is like. We want to know his heart. We want to know his character. Uh, we want to understand the Father. And, you know, a lot of times people, uh, they differentiate, you know, Jesus from the Father. And, you know, and then they, they associate the Father as being, you know, this old gentleman with a long white beard and sort of austere. And, you know, he's not going to, he's not given any ground on any area. You know, he's, he's, got, a, he's got a whip. And, um, but Jesus, Jesus just, uh, clarifies this whole thing. He says, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me? He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? Uh, and, um, in verse 10, do you not believe that I am in the father and the Father in me, the words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me, he does the works. And so, you know, Jesus tells us unequivocally here, and, and this is just so important that we settle this in our hearts and in our, in our minds, that um, Jesus, what you've seen Jesus, what we see Jesus do, He's expressing the Father's heart. He's expressing the Father's heart to us. And that's so powerful. In John chapter 6 and verse number 38, uh, in this passage, again, Jesus tells us, he says, I have, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, so, so Jesus is telling us in this passage here, the things that I am doing, the things that I'm doing, and we know that Jesus spent a, a major portion of his ministry healing sick, sick people. The Bible says he was moved with compassion for people, and he healed, and he healed them. And, and so Jesus tells us here that, listen, I'm not doing, you know, I mean, we might think, well, maybe Jesus is going to be much more liberal and giving in that regard than, than the Father, because the Father is austere. But Jesus tells us right here, 
I'm not, I'm doing the assignment that he gave for me to do. Now, a lot of people don't struggle with, you know, the fact that we know God wants to forgive people of their sins. You know, most of us have witnessed to someone and, you know, we probably spent time convincing them from the, from the word of God that, uh, that Jesus paid for your sins. You know, you talk with a lot of people and they think, I got to pay for my sins. God could never forgive me for what I've done. You know, I've been such a bad sinner and so on and so forth. And we take the word of God and we try to convince him, yeah, but let me tell you what Jesus has done. And most of us, you know, we don't bat an eyelash about that. But when it comes to healing, you know, a lot of people still have a big question mark floating on top of their head. They don't have that same level of confidence that it is God's will to heal. They're still not quite certain about that. They, they still, you know, have doubts in their mind. And all I'm trying to bring forth through this simple teaching here tonight is that what the Word of God has to say about this, that it's very clear that healing is the will of the Father, you know, that every one of us, every one of us have, should have assurance in our life that God wants me whole, amen? That God wants me, that, that, he, that Jesus is the healer, praise God. And so Jesus tells us, I didn't come down from heaven to do my own will. I came to do the will of him who sent me. So, you know, you see the Father sometime in, in uh, you know, eternity past, and the council of the Godhead, I'm sending you Jesus, and my will is that, that, you, that you heal the sick, praise God, that you raise the dead, that you, that you minister life to people. And you've got to know that in your heart. You've got to know that in your heart. Um, you, you, you have got to, we have got to embrace, amen, God's word in, in this regard. In Acts chapter 10 and verse number 38, uh, a scripture here um, that most of us are, are very familiar with. But uh, again, it's a, it's a, uh, a reminder, it's a reaffirmation to us that healing is God's will. Say that with me. Healing is God's will. I'm preaching your message, right? Well, okay. <laughs> well, but I said it first, brother. <laughs> Don't you love it? Thank God for the word. Yeah, so, so, you know, that's why it's the Word of God. If you stick with God's Word, you're going to come away with the same, with the same conclusion. People that have doctrines that deviate from what we're sharing, a lot of times it's because of second-hand information, what I think, what somebody said, uh, not what the Word of God uh, has to say about the subject. And, um, and so in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, uh, powerful scripture, it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And those three words, uh, two words that we looked at here, well, actually, you know, there's, there's three words here in Acts 10, 38. Number one is the word anointed. Number two is, is the word Holy Ghost. And number three is the word power. And they're almost synonymous. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. In, in, and uh, the anointing, the anointing is what delivers the power of God. But how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power, he went about doing good and putting sickness and disease on people. 
That's not what it says. No, that's not what it says. I'm glad, I'm glad somebody's awake here. No, he didn't do that, did he? You know, a lot of people think, well, you know, God wants to teach you something. He just loves you so much. You know, but, you know he, wants to, he wants to teach you something. And, and, I mean, people, that's the carnal mind that comes up with that reasoning. See, and that's why the Bible tells us to bring every thought because every thought that comes in this pea brain of mine is not from God. I'm just telling you that, you know. And, and every thought that we have, you know, does not have its origin with God. So we have got to, we've got to, in fact, the scripture tells us, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We're getting some knowledge here tonight, right? Knowledge is good for the soul. I tell you what, it's so good to know without any uncertainty that my Father loves me. He wants me well. Praise God. He wants all of His children well. You know, we, we shouldn't bat an eyelash at that. We shouldn't have a doubt about it. Amen? And, and uh, you know, it's, it's a matter of meditating upon these things and letting them take root, you know, within our heart so that it's just second nature for us. And, you know, my experience here last Sunday, I thought, well, this is interesting. <laughs> you know? I'm just meditating on the Word of God, you know? And it's like, okay, I'll take it to the doctor, but I'm going on, you know? It's not going to fix itself to my body. Glory be to God. So, But, you know, God gets blamed for all different kinds of things, doesn't He? And, you know, the um, all the things, uh, you know, before the fall... Before Adam chose to yield the authority that God had given to him. The Bible says everything was good. There was no sickness. There was no disease. There was no, you know, there was none of, none of that junk on this earth. And, uh, and it was along with that fall that all this junk came in. So... It, the reason, and you know, Pastor Jason's been, been uh, sharing on the authority of the believer. When you really think about it, that uh, stuff that's happening in our world, you know, all the, the pain and the suffering and all the stuff that goes on in our world, God's not the author of it. It, it came in when Adam chose to bow his knee and yield to Satan. And Satan is really operating in this earth on that authority that had been given to Adam. He's, he's got it for a period of time. Uh, look with me in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4. You're all familiar with this passage of scripture 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4 it says um, whose minds the God of this age who's he talking about here he's talking about Satan here he's saying whose minds the God of this age has blinded who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So he calls Satan here the God, the little g of this age. So he's the one that, that's operating on that authority that had been given to Adam. And Adam, you know, he committed high treason. He didn't, he had a legal right to do it because, you know, God's, God doesn't give and take away. God had given it to him. He didn't have a moral right to do that. 
He didn't have a moral right to do it because he brought all the, you know, what came with that was man's separation, sickness, disease, calamity, all of the, the, the stuff that God gets blamed for. You know, we write it in insurance policies. You know, acts of God. Acts of God. You know, there, you know it's not God. It's not God. Now, I know that, uh, you know, if you grow up and you, well, all of us, our minds have been trained by what people have told us, what we've heard, our observations, you know, that's called the carnal mind. That's called a mind that is, that is, hasn't yet been renewed and that's what we're doing here as we look at these scriptures tonight. We're finding out, you know what? God is good. God is not the author of sickness and disease. It's not, it wasn't God's will for me to leave this earth before I completed my assignment. I'm not leaving here by eviction. I'm leaving by completing my assignment. And you see, that has to be, that has got to be your testimony before you face the you know the difficult spots, and it's just good to it's good to build uh, to build our faith upon God's word. Uh, I know I got to finish up here. Let, let's look at one last scripture, John chapter twelve, and verse number thirty one. John twelve and verse number thirty one. I hope tonight I'm helping to convince you tonight. To know that it is God's will for you to be whole. God's not the author of sickness and disease. But you've got to know it. You, you have got to know. See, Pastor Jason's been preaching on Sunday. He preached about take the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. You've got you to put on the whole armor of God. And all of that... All the various pieces, they're all affixed to that belt, which is truth. And this is truth tonight. This is truth tonight. God is good. The devil is bad. God sent Jesus, amen, because he so loved us. He sent him not only to die for our sins, but he sent him so we don't have to be poor, broke, sick, dysfunctional. You know, any of the above. Amen? Amen. That's what Jesus tells us. Uh, but where, where are we? We're in John 12, 31. Here's what Jesus says uh, in this passage. He says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be, will be cast out. So Jesus is talking about that when he, when he goes to the cross, thank God for the cross, because it broke. See, Satan didn't know what he was doing. He, he didn't know what he was doing. He, you know, God slipped him a mickey. He, did, he, didn't, he did not know. The Bible says if the, prince of, if the princes of this world knew what God was doing, they're thinking, you know what, we're going to take him out. We're going to, you know what, we're going to take him out of here. They had no idea what God was planning, that, G- that this man would become the substitute. See, all this, all the pain and suffering and all of that came in through one man, but thanks be unto God through one man, much more, the Bible says, much more. See, and people want to focus on how big the devil is and how bad things are in this. You know, the Bible says, yeah, that's bad, but much more. So those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness just crawl through life. No, that's not what it says. It says reign. Reign in life like kings. We're to reign in life like kings. And, you know, you've got you to gotta get a hold of it. You see, a lot of times people, they want to back off from it because it's, it's almost, it's too good to be true. 
to the natural mind. That's what the gospel means. It means the, the good, glad news, it's too good to be true. Because <laughs> it'll just, you know, blow your mind. But God wants us to have enough spiritual courage to step up to the plate and start taking hold of what he paid such a dear price for. And, and healing is part of that. Praise God. Healing is part of that. Um, John twelve thirty one. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. So we know he's still operating in this earth. He's still operating. His time of, of ejection is yet to come. But he's no longer your, your Lord. When you made Jesus Lord, you know what? You, you got extricated from his authority. And, and, uh, and God says, you know what? I, I, I'm your God. I shall supply. I will supply all your needs. Amen. God will deliver to us whatever we need for life and godliness. Every one of us are going to fulfill our assignments. We're not leaving here by ejection. Praise God. We'll leave when we're, when we're done. All right? All right. Turn it back over to you. Man, what a good word, huh? Man, good word tonight. Uh, so let's do this. Um, let's hear two testimonies. If Craig and uh, Doug, you guys, Pastor Doug, you guys could come up. Um, I just want them to share a few things. I mean, I know about Pastor Doug's testimony a little bit. Um, I'm going to have Craig share first uh, just briefly a couple things. He said a few things have been happening in his life that he wanted to share. Uh, and then we're going to turn the music up after they're done sharing. And I'm going to just start praying over these prayer requests. And we're going to pray together. And then we're going to just invite anybody who's here today, tonight, who needs, you know, as the Bible says, hands laid on them by the elders and they shall be healed. And we're going to do that tonight too. Amen? All right. I got the red one, Rich. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going back about three weeks. And... Uh, I started getting a toothache, and I just had a tooth root canal, and it was it was the next tooth over, and I uh, it started getting painful, so I went and got some Ambisol and some uh, Orogel and Sensodyne toothpaste, and I was okay for about a week. I was losing a lot of sleep, but I, I was still okay. Well, the next week, it was unbearable. None of that stuff even touched it, and. Uh, I went to Parchi's life group, and uh, at, at the end, they, they uh, prayed over it. And, and I told them about uh, Pastor Jason's sermon about, um, from the sower's point of view, uh, walking on the stones, walking on the path, and being in the thorns. And I had a lot of thorns going on uh, this, last, this year, but particularly the last two months. Um, I had like three to $4,000 unexpected uh, costs. And, and I was already, like, maxing out my cards. So, um, going on, uh, Parches prayed over me, and, and um, by the time I left, the, the toothache was bearable. Uh, by morning, I had gotten a pretty good night's sleep, and there was almost no pain at all. Yeah. I went to the dentist that next day, or that, yeah, that next day, and... Uh, um, he says, which tooth is it? I said, the last one. And he, he kind of started pounding around, and, and he hit that tooth. And, and I, I didn't jump, but I said, yeah, that's the one. And um, he says, well, we're going to have to wait a week and have an oral surgeon pull it. And I said, oh, okay. Well, I didn't have any pain that whole week. And uh, Monday, they, they went in and, and extracted it. And they gave me four Percocets, and I was supposed to take them every... Uh, four to six hours apart. I took two, and I didn't want to take any going to work. You know, the driving would be un not recommended. And so I, uh, I, I uh, um, stopped taking the Percocets. And uh, I found that uh, a Tylenol was enough to take care of it. And um, between parches and, and getting that tooth pulled, I went that Wednesday, it snowed, 
And uh, it was like somebody kicked my truck off the road. And I was going about 30, 40 miles an hour, went off the road and hit a culvert three to four foot high. And uh, I, I just, the next thing I know, I'm, I'm plowed down into this uh, ditch. And I'm not going to get into the, how long it took to get a tow truck. But uh, uh, I, I wasn't expecting that tie rod ends or, you know, some, some stuff was going to be needed repaired. I was looking at a large bill for that. And I, um, I uh, looked at the truck when, when daylight finally hit, and, and I, I had a tire that was torn, not, not just deflated. It was torn. Mm. I'm thinking, oh, there, there's got to be a bunch of damage. So this, this afternoon, my garage calls and says, um, uh, uh, Craig, uh, it's $82. I said, 1082 She said, no, 82 I had to replace that tire. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Amen. So that, those are two amazing things to me. Amen. I think that's a miracle not having to pay for $2,000 worth of damage Amen. to the tie rods Amen. and all that other stuff. That's good. Give, hand a, give him a call. You know, what's interesting is, I know you didn't even share this, but, you know, God has supernaturally protected you as well as you're spinning off the road. And uh, the Lord, I mean, the Lord, honestly, which is interesting, um, my wife, when she was driving on Tannery Road, and uh, she was going to uh, one of your kids' house, and I don't remember which one that she was going to, and she hit a snow bank just a little bit off the side of the road and started spinning out of control. And all she said was this, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, at some point, that's all you can say. She just said, Jesus. And I'm telling you, as I'm standing here today, the car spun around and stopped right there in the middle of the road. And I'm telling you, when you're on ice and you're moving, stuff doesn't stop that quick. You just keep going wherever you're going. And he is a miracle-working God. You got I, more got, sh- I got one little tidbit. You got more to share now? Five seconds. All right, five seconds. I, I, I really don't like Christmas especially when they start it the day after Thanksgiving. Um, but I was in a church on Sunday in Cleveland, and they sang Joy to the World. I must have sang that song 200 times minimum over the years. And, and the third verse came up, and it says something to the effect, thorns will dissolve before you, or something like that. Amen. And, and, and that, that was, I felt that I, that I was in the thorns, and that was That's kind of like an omen in a way that, that they were, I was on my way we were out. going through. Amen. Amen. Pastor Doug? <clears throat> yeah, I was uh, talking to Pastor Jason this morning, one-on-one. We were hanging out, and uh, we are just kind of, he, he actually asked me, he had an opportunity to pray with me last week, and asked me how my tooth was doing. So last week, last Wednesday, I was on the floor kind of paralyzed from my wisdom tooth hurting, which was like giving me uh, like a headache. I don't know if it's a migraine. I don't really know the difference, but... You can ask my wife, I was kind of ineffective once I got home from work and just kind of laying there, um, not physically paralyzed, but just paralyzed from maybe being a good husband or father, that sort of thing. So um, six o'clock rolled around. We're like, okay, let's go to church. And um, I was watching Ezra and eventually got in here by the end of service and uh, was, just got prayed for after service by Pastor Jason. And uh, the next day, like it didn't, it didn't stop right then at the as he's praying, it wasn't like, oh, wow, awesome, right. yeah, good prayer, all right. right. It, was, it was like, well, yep, still hurts, and then uh, the day went on, or the evening here went on, and just kind of put the baby to bed and um, powered through the rest of the night. The next morning, I woke up, and it was just like the gums sore. Uh, I was kind of afraid, you know, you're going to have to have surgery, oral surgery, or something like that, but it's just the gums were sore, and I'm like, oh, wow, you know, prayer is powerful, Amen. knowing that, but, but then almost didn't even give a testimony. I didn't even think I talked much more about it with my wife after that, and um, haven't thought about it all the way up till today, you know, a week later, and Jason's like, well, how's, how's the wisdom tooth do, doing? We prayed for it last week, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, it's good. We should probably praise God for that. So <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it wasn't exactly like you're laying down on the side of the road dying or coughing yeah. something up that who knows what... <laughs> But it's the small things, it's the big things, and, you know, God doesn't really, like, it's not like, oh, that's a big one, that's a small one. They're all small to him. They're all important to him. So it's just encouraging to those things. They're big in the moment to us. Mm. I mean, it's paralyzing in the moment compared to some other things that could look small. But there's one quote, and I'll end with this. There's one quote on Facebook I saw a couple 
years ago, maybe it stuck with me, and it was just talking about being under attack, being in valleys, and just constantly feeling like you're under attack. And it said, well, if you're not under attack, I question if you're being effective, because Satan only attacks people who are a threat to his his goal. So if we're getting attacked, I mean, mine was on Wednesday. I'm on the floor. The week before, Pastor Jason was on his floor with the migraine. It's like, well, (laughs) prayer is effective. This is effective. What we're doing here at ECF, what we're doing in in Erie County and in this world for Jesus is effective, and Satan wants to stop it. So if you're on the floor right now, if you're in a ditch this week, if you're on the side of the road, whatever is your thing, whatever you need prayer for today, physical healing is is definitely the focus tonight, but if your marriage needs healing, if there's something else, we want to pray for you. So Amen. that was, that was my little testimony. We need to get to God. Good word. Thank you. Yeah, I was telling Pastor Duggar today, I was like, well, this is, a, this is a habit that needs to stop. You know, you know, the pastors of the church have all been on the ground recently within the past couple months. You know, we got September. Mine was in early, early November. His is in December. I was like, okay, that's it. This has got to stop. <laughs> anyway, but uh, God is a miracle working God. And before uh, we turn the music up a little bit and we just start praying over these prayer requests, uh, the Lord had put on my heart uh, a couple scriptures, a few pastors shared as well, but Mark uh, 16, and starting in verse 15. And so this is, this is Jesus giving a directive to us. This is Jesus giving a directive to us. And he said to them, He's talking to the disciples, but guess what? We are disciples today. And so this word applies to us as much as it applied to those who heard the actual words come out of Jesus' mouth. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up servants. They drink anything deadly. Or if we have a headache that's seemingly deadly, or maybe on the side of the road, deadly, it by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And we're going to lay hands on people tonight, and we're going to see them healed. So, Rich, if you want to turn that music up, we're just going to corporately pray for some of these prayer requests here before I invite you up. Uh, this morning. So just be in an attitude of prayer with me right now. Heavenly Father, we just lift these prayer requests up to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up uh, a woman who is in need of safety and wisdom and extricated from an abusive relationship. Right now, provide a way for her to get out. And when she gets out, Father, we speak right now for provision, for new living arrangements, for a job for peace, for everything that concerns her. We pray over that now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you're providing help and guidance for this person's life. Father, we lift up our country to you right now. We lift up our leaders to you right now. We thank you, Father, that you have put them in authority. Father, and we are just going to pray for them. It says that we need to pray for those leaders who are above us, and we are going to pray for them tonight. Father, we lift each and every one of them up. Everyone that represents us, Father, we lift them up to you. We speak wisdom into their life. We speak health into their life. We speak most of all that they will know you and that you will work on their hearts, and we thank you for that. Father, we lift up marriages to you tonight. We lift up every marriage in this church. Father, we just speak it to be healed and whole. If there are marriages now that are struggling, we speak wholeness to them now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just, pr- we just pray marriage is coming back together now, tonight, in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up a man named John and his family, and we don't know specifically what it is, but we lift him up to you now. We just pray over him. Father, whatever it is that's concerning him, you are working, you are working, you are working on his behalf. You are a good, good father, and we thank you for that. And Father, right now, we begin to lift up the physical actual physical needs that are on this list right now. Father, there are several people that are listed. Some are confidential. Some aren't. But we're not going to put them by name. But we're just going to speak that the issue that they're having will be gone in Jesus' name. So, Father, I just pray right now for someone who has had major surgery that that healing and recovery process will be as fast as 
as possible, faster than they ever thought or ever imagined. We thank you, Lord, that you do exceeding abundant all that we could think or imagine. And so we're just praying now that that healing will go faster and go incredibly better than they could ever ask or imagine. And Father, we lift up somebody right now who is dealing with physical issues, a numbness from their neck down through their arm on the right-hand side. We just speak that whatever it is that's causing that, that it is broken in the name of Jesus, that that person's body comes into alignment with your word. And just as pastor had to spit something out and it had something happen in the natural, Father God, if there's something in the natural now, as we're praying tonight, that it's happening. Whatever it is that's affixed to that person's body that's causing that numbness, that it's gone now in the name of Jesus. That if it's a nerve that's pinched, that it's loosed now in the name of Jesus. If it's a bone that's out of place, that it's healed now in the name of Jesus and goes to its rightful place. And Father, if there is a sin in that person's life that is causing, that is blocking this healing power to come, we break that sin now in the name of Jesus. We break it now in the name of Jesus. We just thank you for your redemptive power. We thank you for your righteousness, Father, that only comes from you. We thank you for that. And Father, every other physical healing that is represented in our church body, we lift each and every one of them up to you tonight. We thank you for your healing power, your amazing, amazing healing power. The Word of God says that for the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by His power. And what is the immeasurable greatness of His power towards us who will believe, according to the working of His great might. The Bible says that Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. It is your power. We are full of your grace and your power. And in Romans 8, it says, And the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and dwells in everyone who is asking for these prayer requests. And He who raised Jesus Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for Your Word. Thank You that we can just sow that Word into our hearts. That we can trust that You are for us and you're not against us. We can trust that your word says healing is ours, and so it is ours. Father, we grow our faith tonight in your word, and we thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If anyone's here tonight who would like pastor to lay hands on them, For physical healing, I just encourage you to come up here tonight. Just come up to the front. Uh, If that's anybody at all, if you've got a physical need in your body, come on up, and we're going to pray for you. Craig, if you want to help me from an usher perspective. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Pastor Doug, if you want to help too. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else at all tonight? Praise God. Sometimes, sometimes healings, can be instantaneous and sometimes they're progressive and that's the thing for us to constantly remember the Bible says they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover so you know whether it's instantaneous or whether it's progressive you know the end result is the same and so uh, that's the thing to take hold of so when we pray, you know, your, your confession is, you know, what hands were laid upon me and the power of God's working in my body in Jesus' name. So I speak to in the name of Jesus, and I say, be whole, and we release the healing scriptures every day. And Pastor Jason said something about memorizing them. Yeah, I had about 40 of them memorized. But every day, every day, every day, until, like Pastor said earlier, it becomes a renewing of the mind, and then it gets into your spirit. And I could tell there was improvement, but it was six months before I could go on the treadmill for a mile. And when it first happened to me, I could only go for a minute without a lot of pain. And I never went back. You've got to keep the trigger of faith turned on.
Let's pray for that right now. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for Becky's friend. We lift her up to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that everything in her feet are operating perfectly in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that these fibroids, whatever they are, are dissolved in Jesus' name, that they come out, come off, or whatever it is, it no longer can take root in her body because she's healed. And where Jesus is, no sickness can exist in the same place. And when your Holy Spirit dwells within us, sickness can't occupy the same space. And so right now, this sickness has to go because it cannot occupy the same place as you. And so we thank and rejoice for it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Well, guys, I can't believe it, but it's 7.30. (laughs) I can't believe it's 7.30. Raise, let's go. Yes, let's do that. Let's give us a give us a good song, Rich, that we can just worship, worship to. Awesome God or something. Our God is an awesome God. Whatever you think, we worship you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. So let me just read this last scripture. I was reading in Mark sixteen, and I stopped in verse eighteen. But let's read verse nineteen and twenty as we close. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Understand tonight, that is where he is at, interceding on our behalf. That's right where he is. And what happens then, verse 20 says, and they went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. That's what I'm asking of all of us tonight. Let us go from this place. Preach that word. Pray for those who need prayer. And the Lord will do the work. And he will confirm his word through accompanying signs. And the last word in this chapter is amen. 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 Amen and amen. Have a good evening. Drive safely out there. We'll see you on Sunday. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org, where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.